Talking with Girlfriends is our therapy, our entertainment, and our education. Join hosts Matt and Nichette Jones and Tennille Daniels for some good and healthy girl talk. Get comfortable and ready to take some notes because there's always a gem. This season, we are digging into radical self-love through the 12 principles of healing through hospitality. Welcome to Love Madden, the podcast. Hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. What's up? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing really good. Good. One year older? One year older. Praise God. Praise God. One year older for you? Yes. Praise God. For those that don't know, our birthdays are two years and two days apart. So we both have birthday weekends. Yes. Love it, love it, love it. It's our most, it's the most wonderful time of the year, as all Aries would say. Yes, indeed. We're coming off, I told y'all, birthday stretch around here. My daughter's birthday was last week and my husband's birthday is in about 10 days. So it's Mm. birthday season. We love it. We love that for us. We do. So speaking of loving, love it or Leave it. Leave it. <laughs> you want me to go first today or you want to go? Um, I'll go first. Okay. So I have a love it. I was trying to think of something that I loved because we're coming off the heels of our birthday weekend. I wanted to just keep the energy high. Mm-hmm. So what I am leaving is a brand called WNP. Wait, you said leaving. So you're loving. Oh, what I'm loving. Yeah, I didn't okay. mean to say leaving. Okay. Um, it's called WNP. The N is like an ampersand, not like the letter N. So oh, W and P. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I looked, I just was trying to look up before we started what it stands for, but it's like the names of the guys who created the brand. So I think it's like Williams and Prune or something like that. But they sound anyway, rich. It's like, they sound, <laughs> I know. <laughs> It was two like guys in like college, like they look like frat boys who started this brand, but it's kitchen wares. Hmm. So it's like um they have like glass, it's a like glass Tupperware, but it's like, you know, insulated with the plastic on the out like the silicone on the outside. They have um glass bottles and cups and all this stuff. And I love it because you know the glass is like super clean. You don't have to worry about like BPA and all that kind of stuff. You can freeze it, microwave it, refrigerate it, carry it around. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, it's a nice lightweight glass and then it has that silicone wrapper so you don't have to worry about it breaking like you can take it to lunch. I bought my sister a salad bowl from them and it's, mm. you know, it's it's not like a Tupperware. It's shaped like a bowl. So oh, like mm-hmm. when you're taking it to wherever to eat your lunch, you feel like you're still eating out of a nice bowl and then the lid has a place for your fork and your spoon. But so that's the, the whole brand. I only have a few things. I don't like, it's not like all my stuff. But the piece from them that I really love is they have this ceramic coated um, water bottle, like insulated water bottle. Mm-hmm. So if you're familiar with like a swell bottle, mm-hmm. you know, they keep your stuff cold for like 24 hours or hot for 12 hours. So this does the same. It's me- it's metal. It's the same material, but it's coated in ceramic. So if you ever get that like metallic taste Tasty. when you're drinking from the... This is like the cleanest sip ever. So 
for you to kneel. I'll be the judge of that. So, <laughs> the cleanest really, step ever. Who really cares about your H2O quality? You would love this thing. It's it's from the Porter Collection, P-O-R-T-E-R, under W&P. I bought them online because they had um, a sale during Black Friday. So I just bought like a couple things to like try it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're in Nordstrom and a few other places. But yeah, I love my water bottles. So that's my what I'm loving. And we love that for you. Hey, thanks. (laughs) It's a little on the bougie end, but you know. It sounds sounds pretty bougie. I I, I am who I am. (laughs) What can I tell (laughs) y'all? Yeah, no. And we love you for it. Thanks. What are you you into? What I'm... I'm Or not into. I'm doing a combo. Okay, because I made an assumption. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so today is... This episode is releasing on April the 4th. Um, our girl, Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson, is su- yes. the vote is supposed to be happening today. So what I'm loving, I'm going to give a, well, I love her, of course, just yes. like her ascension, her poise, her grace, um, you know, all of the things, okay. her family, all just all the whole story around everything that happened during the confirmation hearings. What I'm loving that I'm going to highlight today is, Cory Booker's, um, what do we want to call it? Yeah, emotional slash motivational speech that he gave. Um, It came at a critical point. She had been, you know, being uh, punched and and bruised by the line of questioning and all of the things Mm -hmm. that were going on that day. And you could tell, like, over some time, that stuff wears on you. When you're sitting there Mm -hmm. for 12 hours having to answer. Yes, all these questions. It, it wears you down. And so he came mm. in at, you know, a, a, a great time um, and gave what I thought was a really, really moving speech. And, you know, you could tell that just in that moment, she was able to release some of probably the emotion that had been built mm-hmm. up yeah. all day because you have to be very careful, like what your facial expressions look like and this mm. and that, you know. Well, not you. Ha- she had to be very careful. Yes, Because true. Kavanaugh, whatever, his, he had all the facial expressions he did have during all the, his hearing, and he right. had the privilege of being able to That is that, true. So. And so, yes, when I was, I'm saying you, I was really talking about Black women. And mm-hmm. so, yes, that is a very good distinction because mm-hmm. you we is, have to be you extra is not the general you right now. <laughs> Because they they looking for any crack to put that angry black woman label on us. Yes. So that's what I'm loving hit Cory Booker. And then who Mm -hmm. who I'm leaving is just all of these. uh, I can't even say old white men because some of them are. Yes. So. Lindsey Lindsey Graham, Ted Cruz, and there's probably I think one other person that I don't really remember his name. Maybe Josh Hawley or Ben Sass or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They Mm. just. Uh, my blood was boiling that day. Like, I'm like, how can we go or I go? Let me just speak for my own self. How, what can I do to make the people in South Carolina just don't vote this man back in? I'm telling you. Yeah, it was, it was disturbing to say the least. They were so disrespectful. Like, it, anyway, that was just putting on front street for what we've already known for a very long time that, you know, yeah, these men um, will try to uh, diminish your value, make you think you're not good enough, even when you've done way more than they've ever done in their life. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, all of those things. So, yeah. And I I know her husband had to be like sitting on his hands. I just imagine just seeing your partner going through that, your wife at that. At that. Yeah. 
He was probably ready to throw hands. And that's, I'm also loving Patrick, okay? Because yeah. Patrick, <laughs> he was showing all the emotion. He and was. I love that for him. He I do. was. Yeah. Yeah, their story is sweet. Yes. You know, I went down a whole rabbit hole. See, I don't even know their story, but I figured you would. <laughs> <laughs> they met in college. Yeah, I did know that part. <laughs> It's super sweet, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we'll have to talk about that offline one day. All right. Yeah. So, And now it's time to? Set the table. Yes, indeed. So today, you all, I mean, I cannot believe how, not I cannot believe, I can believe, but um, we're almost at the end of the series. We had 12 principles in healing through hospitality, um, and we're at week nine. So this is, you know four episodes from the end. So mm. thank you all for rocking with us. Thank you all for sharing um, the yes. episodes, the series, um, for providing your feedback to us. We know that there were some episodes that definitely struck a chord with people because we've gotten lots of feedback and that means so much to us. So um, here we are. We are in the ninth principle and that principle is rest and reset. Rest and reset. I love mm. some a good alliteration, and I think this is just really a timely um, episode. So, yes, Lord, what does rest and reset look like for you? It's taking a break. Um, it can be a literal, physical, you know, nap <laughs> because I think that um, I think the nap ministry has done a really good job of this of just trying to. <laughs> promoting the naps. Yes. Sleep had gotten a really bad rap for many years. And I just... Yeah. Sleep is for the week. Yeah. And it's critical. It's the same as drinking water or, you know, needing to eat food. Like it's part of how we sustain our lives. So it could be, you know, a literal physical nap or sleep. Um, But the reset button can also be... um, Mental rest. It can be emotional rest. It can be taking a break from something that you know is kind of stressful or overwhelming, like your job. It can be ending something that's stressful or overwhelming, mm-hmm. like a unhealthy relationship. So, um, rest and reset is is the topic of the day. So, I have a question for you. Yes, ma'am. You ready? I the am. Same, the same question I ask every week. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. What role has resting and resetting played in your personal life and specifically as it pertains to your journey to healing? Yeah. So one thing about me now, because it's there's a little bit of a dichotomy here, right? I will sleep. Like I will get my rest. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter, you know, if I have like a whole bunch of work to do or nothing to do. I'm going to be in bed between 10 and like midnight unless there is something like way, way, way important that needs to be done. But my body starts to shut down. So Mm -hmm. rest and like proper sleep is Mm -hmm. not my issue. Mm. But rest in terms of sitting still, it's like it has been a journey for me. And I've done much better in Mm -hmm. the... um, recent years where I've make, made sure that, you know, I take time aside for me, that I do what it is that I want to do in terms mm-hmm. of um, blocking off my time and prioritizing things that I need to do to make sure that my cup is filled up. And mm-hmm. so for me, it has just 
allowed more healing to happen, right? Because mm-hmm. it creates a space mm-hmm. for that to take place. It creates a space for you to learn how to love yourself more. It creates a space for you to dream, right? Because mm-hmm. you have you have the time. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, yeah, for me in my personal life, I do struggle with it because I am known to do the most all of the time. Um, but I'm working on, when did we talk about this? It was just the last episode. Mm-hmm. Boundaries. Boundaries, yes. Okay, so, right, because, and we'll get into this, but that's an important boundary that we have to set is around mm-hmm. our energy. Yes. Um, so why do you think that you are the way that you are in terms of just not being able to sit still? Like, where, like, where does that stem from? from? Do you think it's just how we're wired or a little bit of nature nurture? I think it's a little bit of nature and nurture. Um, Mm -hmm. So when I was young from a very, you know, six, seven, eight, I was in a dance company. Um, We -hmm. competed. So almost every night of the week, I was going to dance class. On the weekends, Mm -hmm. I was doing competitions. My mom always had me involved and active in some type of um, academic and program. So mm-hmm. as a kid, I was always going. So mm. that was what I was, what I knew. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to just sit still and sit in the house on the weekends and watch cartoons in the morning and, yeah. you know, those types of things. I, that's not what I knew. Um, but mm. I do think it has a little bit to do with my personality as well and the way that I'm wired. Got you. Yeah. yeah. I think so too. And I think there's like a reward system. Mm. Um, at least for me, there's like a piece there where we were, well, I'll speak for myself. I was, you know, rewarded mm-hmm. for being productive, yes. for doing a good job, mm-hmm. for getting things done, whether it's like you said, in school or dance or active or around the house. So yes. I think my brain made a connection, like many of us, between you know accomplishing things right. and feeling more worthy. Mm-hmm. So when we when we end up whatever we feel as a kid, right, that shows up as like our self conscious growing up as an adult. So like now as an adult, I'm doing some work to untangle my sense of self worth right. from what I'm able to accomplish or produce. Yes. Yes, yes. Um, so when I'm resting, I almost feel like I'm not doing a good job because I'm not being productive. But when I'm getting stuff done, check, check, check. check. Mm-hmm. It's like that reward system. It's like, oh, look at her. Look at how much she's able to accomplish. Mm-hmm. She's so, you know, fill in the blank. So, yeah. yeah. And that, it's a real struggle because you do have to work to untangle that. Like you just sitting still it still mm-hmm. makes you worthy. It still mm-hmm. makes you loving. It still makes you productive because it probably makes productive. you more productive at some points than others, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's really important. And then I just also wanted to touch on the reset. So I am entering every year around my birthday, I do a little bit of reflection. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do feel like I'm entering a season where there is a need for some type of hard reset. Mm. Um, And so I don't exactly know what that looks like at this point, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the week after my birthday off as much as possible Mm -hmm. and just like journal and sit with myself to figure out what this next leg of life, what I want it to look like. 
Because mm-hmm. kind of where I am yeah. now is not necessarily where I want to be. And that's no knock to where I am now. Like I right. have done, you know, awesome things. I, I'm healthy. I'm thriving mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, <laughs> but yeah, sometimes you just need to take that time to just press the reset button and say, this is where I want to go. And these are the things that I want to do moving forward. Yeah. I, I think so too. And what what one thing I wanted to mention is that I want to make the reset part of my rhythm mm. because what I'm finding or what I'm observing looking back mm. is that I have I have a rhythm, we all do, mm. of run, 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 crash. Right. Run, 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 yeah. run, crash. Run, 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 crash. And you know, while I'm running, I'm fine. I don't feel like I'm tired. I don't feel like I need to rest. I feel good. I'm like energized. I'm, I'm, you know, kicking ass and taking names. Mm-hmm. I'm knocking it all out the park and I'm, I'm being affirmed externally, internally. It's all good. But then I'll hit, I'll hit a wall every so often, um, where I just find myself irritable and exhausted and I can't, I don't want to go to anything else. I can't take another thing. I can't, I don't have the bandwidth and all, but I put myself back in that trick bag every so many weeks. Mm -hmm. So, and we'll talk about this in a minute, but I need to re-implement, and you know, I used to be good about this, but my Sabbath, Mm -hmm. I need to re-implement a weekly day of rest. I need a seven day cycle it could be Sunday, it could be whenever, but I need a, I need that seven-day cycle. Like I talk a lot about how we learn to love others from how we love ourselves and how we learn to love ourselves from how God taught us to love and honor Him. Mm-hmm. And so when we look at God, the creator of all creators, um, who was able to honor Himself with a day of rest, I mean, I'm sure He didn't need it. He's all-powerful, right? right? But I think that was um, a model for us to follow. Mm-hmm. And I think, like I say... If you look at God, it is a masterclass in Mm self-love. So if God, you know, the creator of all creators took rest, yeah, yeah, then me, the creator of this podcast, needs to sit my ass down somewhere. And with the way this world is set up, shoot, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, so... Anyway, we took a long, a long way with our introduction, but um, this is an important topic, especially for both of us. You got two overachievers on the line, so yeah. And that's All actually right. oh, oh go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was no, say, no, that's, go a, ahead. that's something that I've been grappling with lately because there was a point in my life where I was an overachiever. I don't mm-hmm. think I'm an overachiever now. With- oh yes, you are. You're comparing uh, you to you. You're comparing yourself I to mean, who I you guess. were before, which is the right thing to do. But my husband always like checks me. Like I like I'll say like because I'm comparing me to me, so yeah. I'm looking at like I'm yeah. not as productive Previous. as I was. He's like you, you know, you getting a little older. It's a different priorities, <laughs> but um, if you compare yourself to the average person. It's your, we're, yeah, it's a, it's a lot that we're doing. And I think because, and this just might be like subconscious, whatever, like just attraction, the type of circle of people we're around are all kind of doing what we're doing. We, yeah. we, it's, it's nobody really just going to work and coming home, which is nothing wrong with that. That's it's perfectly not. reasonable and mm-hmm. normal, but we've made our normal you know, the side hustles and the extra thing yeah. and the evening classes and the social calendar and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hate that for us. So you're still an overachiever, even if you're probably not. Overachieving at the moment. 
as over as you were. <laughs> Sheesh. I've been th- yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. But let's move on. All right, let's move on. Yeah. So um, I'm going to ask you two questions in a row. What's a personal lesson that you've learned as it relates to um, rest and reset? And we kind of started to kind of dive into this. But what's a personal a lesson that you would like take with you? To me, the the biggest lesson has been it's okay to rest. Mm-hmm. Like I would have days where I would feel so guilty for just mm-hmm. sitting on mm-hmm. the couch and binge watching a, a TV show or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I would feel guilty if I said, I'm not going out this weekend. So mm-hmm. if anyone asked me to do something, sorry, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. The, I, that that's not the way that I was wired before. Mm-hmm. And so over the years after doing this work, it's like, it's okay to just sleep. It's okay mm-hmm. to, if you want to go to the spa, it's okay to take a day and just, I was thinking about like flying to somewhere that had water because mm-hmm. I love water yes. just for like a day. You should. I want to. I don't know how this how that's gonna happen, but yeah, like we deserve it, and mm-hmm. and and it's okay. So that's the lesson. I am worthy of rest. Mm, that's so good. My answer is similar, but I'll add another layer that I'm experiencing now as a mother mm-hmm. is that there is an even elevated level of guilt associated mm-hmm. with resting and then but then there's also an elevated level of needing to rest. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> I so when when my daughter was like one and first started babbling, she everything was dada, even me. Like she thought dada just meant like hey you hey, because you. <laughs> she literally would call we would both be like she'd be like dada and we'd both be like yes. Um and I worked so hard to get her to say mommy, like we were like looking up YouTube things. Like, is it normal for a child to call both parents dada? I can't. It's common. I cannot. <laughs> so we were try- I was trying to figure out how to get her to say mommy. So they said like, go hide in the closet. Then the dad or whoever's supposed to say mommy. Then you open the door. So she associates that the name mommy belongs to, you know, a person. So I went through all these things because she could say, she could say mama, mama in her mumbling mm-hmm. or babbling, but she she couldn't associate it with me. So I, I I say all that to say, now I'm like, if Can I you hear stop mommy talking? one more time, I'm going to flip <laughs> my lid. Daddy is completely out of the vocabulary. Dang. We're he's right here. Mommy, 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 mommy. And I'm just like, oh my God, it was the sweetest sound. And now, and I feel so terrible about that because she just loves me. She don't be, she, by the time I say yes. She don't have nothing to say. She don't even know what she wanted to say anymore. Look at this. Look what I could do. (laughs) It'd be nothing. But it's the exhaustion that comes with all of the noise, all of the touching, all of the climbing, all of the grabbing on. And I, I didn't especially with a child at this age, I just didn't realize how taxing that would be on me because it's just, you know, I love personal touch and all those things. Um, it is really, really, really it's exhausting. Yeah. It's constant. So I agree. I think that a personal lesson that I've learned is how important me time is, mm-hmm. like by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a person who 
who is kind of energized by other people and like I you know I can get like active rest like I could be chilling on the couch with my husband and feel like I'm relaxing I'm not doing work but I'm still but I, I like there have been times where I don't even want you to be near me on the couch. He not even doing nothing. I just want all y'all to just I just want my own space. Can I have a little bubble in this in this house? In this house. And I'm talking about all y'all. It's only two people. So I can't even imagine. Girl, people who have even... a whole bunch of kids. Oh I respect y'all. I do. And and honestly. I, yeah, I applaud everybody that has mm. kids because as I'm going through this journey, there are days when I'm like, mm, Lord. What would I do if I had a kid right now? That's what you'd be thinking. <laughs> I need a nap. Who would take this kid? Nobody. <laughs> oh, can I do this? Because then at that point, it's legit just one person. Like there's uh-huh. no there's no escape route. But God won't put you through anything you can't bear. That's with right. a good support system. So that's right. That's right. Yeah. We just needed a place to lay that down <laughs> on the <laughs> altar. So I am grateful. Like I said, I, you know, I am, I, it brings joy to my ears to hear her say mommy or yes. mama when she's sleepy. She said, mama, it brings joy to my oh. heart. But child, I, I do also need a break. And so my personal lesson or takeaway in this season of life is that. I do enjoy me time. And like you said, I would like to go somewhere by myself for a night. It doesn't have to. I don't even have to get on a plane for mine. Mm-hmm. It could be right down the street. So soon come. I was thinking about that. I was thinking about going to Old Town. Um, it's a hotel we used to always like go for staycations. And I was like, I should just go by myself. So, all right. All right. Let me ask you, what do mm-hmm. you want women to know about resting and resetting in their own lives? And then what Mm -hmm. advice or key takeaways would you give someone who is trying to implement these things in their life? Um, I want women to know that they deserve rest, that they, like like you said, your personal takeaway, that they are worthy of rest Mm -hmm. and that in order to make it happen, they have to be intentional about it. There's there's not going to just be leftover time for you to be resting. Maybe the way some people's life is set up, but for the most part, we're going to have to pinch that time off the top. We're going to have to carve the time out. It's like we say with the savings account, like you can't just spend, spend, spend and be like, I'm going to save what's left at the end of the check. Nah, you need to go ahead and take that savings, transfer it, transfer, yeah. right? protect it, set a boundary around it, and then use the remaining resources you have for what it is that you need and want. And it's the same thing with our time. There's time that needs to be protected, blocked off, you know, transferred, and then you can use the remaining time and energy that you have for what it is that you want and need to do. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say? What's the lesson for women, women and men? I'm going to change the way yeah. that we word that question. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think, I mean, I I, I kind of already shared it, but one thing that I was thinking as you were talking is mm-hmm. to create your own, and you um, put this into a personal group chat we have, like your own personal self-care list, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there can be things, you know, you love to do when you have 30 minutes and mm-hmm. then, you know, you list out those things. There's mm-hmm. things when you have like, Two to four hours. What are the things that I can do that are going to refill my cup during those periods? 
you know, if I have a day or a week, whatever it is, make sure that you're intentional about knowing what it is that fills your cup. Because what fills my cup may not fill Maddie's cup, mm-hmm. may not fill your husband's cup, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's really intent. You, you need to be intentional about really understanding what mm. fills your cup because not everything that you think may fill your cup, quote unquote, will fill it. That's really, really good. Because society will tell valuable. us, go take, go to the spa, yeah, sit down and meditate, or whatever. whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. That might not be what you need. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting too because um, when we think of rest, we think of like physical rest. You know, like you said, taking a nap and sleeping. But for some people, rest might be running. Mm-hmm. Not me. Some people is not me. But there are people who need to get, there's a mental, there's a space that you go to mentally when you run, when you're Mm -hmm. just, you know, either listening to what's in your ears or just your feet hitting the pavement. It takes you away from, um, work and zoom Mm -hmm. calls and home and life and bills and stuff. So even though you're actively moving and you're sweating, um, that could be a form of rest. It doesn't always have to be yoga, stretching, deep breathing, Pilates. It could be, it could be hit. It could be, you know, an intense workout. Um, I know Tanil talks about how she finds rest when she goes on a hike, you know, even though that's something that's physically strenuous, it's something that takes her to a place that pulls her out of her normal, you know? So yeah. Yeah. yeah that was really good. What, what is your, <clears throat> Your your bottom line is figure out what is your self care. What, what, yeah. what, what do we call it? What is your what is your reset? Yeah, what does reset look like for you? For you, yeah, got you. Yeah, that's really great. Um. Yeah. Okay. I think we've covered most of what we want to cover. Right. We talked about the Sabbath. We talked about setting boundaries. Um, rest oh. is productive. Let me just um, make a distinction. So when we're talking about reset, so like earlier I talked about like a hard reset, but Mm -hmm. there, you know, there's, there's levels to the reset. Right. And I I like what you really said about um, making reset or making the the act of resetting a part of Mm -hmm. your rhythm. Rhythm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's the nugget of the episode. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, because it's like, Every day in the, um, like in our habits, in our daily mm-hmm. routine, there mm-hmm. is a point where that soft reset button needs to happen for yeah. you to like even get through the day or for yeah. you to, before you go to sleep so that you can be productive in the next day. Right. So yeah. to me, that's like a soft daily reset. That's part of your routine. And that's then there cool. are some other like Hard resets like right. dog life shut can't, the whole system down. <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> life can't go on this way, and so I need to make some very significant changes. So I just wanted to um, make sure that we made the distinction. There is mm-hmm. a a, um, a range or a spectrum of resetting that can occur. Which no, that's soft daily that's resets, and yeah. And And sort of the more monumental ones. And so when they're making this list of what resetting looks like to them, um, which I think is another sort of nugget of the episode, it should maybe be two lists. Like what what does your daily regular reset look Mm -hmm. like? And then 
what would you need when you hit that wall, when you run, run, run and crash? What is your, what's in your go bag? You know, like how can you immediately activate the rest that you need? So things to think about so that, you know, when the time comes and it will come, we're prepared. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to close it out with the practical application piece because we always want to walk away with what we're doing not just with what we're charging others to do, but with what we're committing in front of God and man to do, um, to apply this practice to our lives in the very near future. Okay. So for me, because this is legit very near future, I am doing this this week. I am going to be very intentional, intentional about Protecting my space for at least one day of my reset week to just mm-hmm. be still and just journal and get all of my thoughts out in terms of my dreams, my hopes, my goals, my expectations. And of course, I've done these things before, but sometimes you just need to like lay it out all on the table and then make an action plan for how you're going to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were times last week where I was like, oh, I could work for three hours, you know, a couple of these days and do this and do that. But I need to make sure at least one of these days is like nobody but Tanil and her thoughts for 24 hours. Wow. That, yeah. yeah. What about you? Uh, similar, but it's with my rhythm. So I need to set aside one day a week. Mm-hmm. That's sad. And I don't, I don't have... Well, here I go making excuses. I don't have a whole day. I don't. That's, you know, I can't work full time and do everything that needs to be done for my business um, and take a whole day. It sounds crazy, you know, because even if I were, then what would happen to like normal life routine, like taking care so of home? Let's let's bake this a little bit. Mm-hmm. What does okay? So there's there is that like me time, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like Maddie's focusing on Maddie and Maddie's mm-hmm. needs. But is there a way to create mm, a day, a half day, maybe where even within the home, it's like our home is resting and resetting for the next day? Like I don't know what that looks like because I don't. I have- mean, we yeah we we do we do try to do that on the weekends, um, especially on Sunday, like Mm -hmm. now, and now the church is like reopen, like we do try to do that. But for me, that's my writing time, you know? Mm -hmm. So it, I have a lot of preparation for the week in terms Mm -hmm. of like writing my weekly word, podcast prep, getting things uploaded and written and this and that. And so part of my plan is um, I'm getting some help for mm-hmm. Love Madden, mm-hmm. um, which I'm really grateful to be able to do. So I think part of my plan is getting that person up and running. I actually um, had an interview with someone before, then there was an mm-hmm. issue. I take it as a, a sign from God because I use this like agency. And like, slow up. Yeah, I don't know what, don't worry that the person wasn't the right person. Oh, the person wasn't the right. Yeah, there was an issue on like when we were supposed to do the onboarding and stuff. So we were like oh. super close. So I was like, okay, they, this is a sign. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm in a place where I think I, not, I think I have someone that I know and I'm comfortable with, which Mm -hmm. I feel much better about. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that that will help. Um, and then finding other times for the stuff that really has to be 
from me, like my my heart, you know, like the writing and things like that, finding other times to be able to make that happen. So I have time blocked off on Saturdays for podcast recording. So maybe on the alternate weeks, I can use that time and um, do like a block of writing. You know what I mean? So like trying this to rework. appointment on your calendar, because we only got a couple more episodes left. What are you going to exa- do without me? Exactly. Like- <laughs> so I'll I'm think gonna- of something. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> So I, yeah, I think I am, I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to block off some time on my calendar um, to rest. Mm -hmm. And even if it's not a whole day at first, progress over perfection, right? Like does me not feeling like I could do a whole day mean I can't do anything? Definitely not. Definitely not. So. Make a plan. For sure. All right, cool. Love that for us. Any updates on any of the things that we said we would do moving forward? You always do this. So, and she doesn't like give us give me a heads up. It's not listed on the podcast outline so that I can go back and like remember all of the things. Table it. We're gonna do. Okay, this is this is a promise that I will make. I'm gonna put Mm -hmm. it on the outline. On the last episode, we're mm-hmm. gonna go back through all the episodes and see mm. what we said we were gonna like start implementing or whatever, and we'll give okay. you an update on where those things are. All right, perfect. I love that because we are big on accountability, and even yeah. though it's not one of the twelve principles, I think it's it's like a silent principle. You know, like we wouldn't be able to do any of the things that we do without accountability. Uh, because let me tell y'all something for my own podcast. Because it's just me. I'm not mm-hmm. accountable to anyone. I might take a couple weeks off. And mm-hmm. and some of that is around like other things that are going on in life mm-hmm. where I just don't have the emotional capacity. But sometimes mm-hmm. it's just, I'm just being lazy. Mm-hmm. And so like this, showing up, I know I have to like show up for Maddie, right? So mm-hmm. that accountability is very important, even if it's not something that we're doing jointly. Even if you just have someone that's holding you accountable to the things that you need to do for yourself, it just makes a world of difference. Right. Because then it it's like, well, where are we putting the value? You're like, I have to do this for Maddie, mm-hmm. but can't you make that same statement? I have to do this for Tennille? Yeah, that's mm. true. Mm. But you know, well, that's a that's a great point to <laughs> do not say to come back and tell us on the episode. No, 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 no. no I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say that's a great point for us to all simmer on yeah. in our own lives. Okay. Are we as accountable to ourselves? Because that's why I think something like rest mm-hmm. is so easy to put off mm-hmm. because you're not you're not really account like calling somebody like your gym right. partner. You don't have a nap partner, although it's not a bad idea. You know, we're not really, and that's what I was putting in the group chat the other day. Mm -hmm. Um, We should be accountable to one another around Mm -hmm. our rest and our self care, just as we are other areas of productivity. If we're saying rest is productive, then how productive are you being in the rest category? So um, I think part of the reason we're not doing it like we should is because who am I holding myself accountable to? Myself? Oh, I could let her down, you know? Dang, that was Mm. a good little nugget. Yeah. Or gym or something. I don't know, but that resonated. Why can I? Why should I be feeling like I can let myself down, but not let other people down? That's mm. probably something to take the therapy to <laughs> unpack. <laughs> and we're not alone because I I feel that way too, and I've had to reframe what that looks like. But I'm sure that that resonates with a lot of people. Yeah. 
All right, mm. include that in the prayer as we go, go to the throne <laughs> as we move today. Into, <laughs> as we move into our time of prayer. All right, let us center our hearts and minds. God, we praise you for being such a wonderful and loving God, for being such a sovereign and all-knowing God, and for being such a a gentle and loving and caring parent to us. We're so grateful for the opportunity to come to you. Um, we don't have to use flowery language or, you know, go through intercession. We're able to just start talking. We're able to just lay what's on our heart um, to you and know that you're you're listening and you're responding and that you care. So I just want to start um, by honoring you, God. I want to also um, just share the gratitude that I had that we're here another week to be able to do this, to be able to do what we feel purposed and called to do, God, and that we know that the reward for our work um, is not just an earthly reward, but we know that we are uh, making you proud by doing the work and the purpose that you've called us to do. And so I pray that same prayer for everyone who is listening right now, anyone who has something on their heart, um, whether it's a podcast or a book or a a, a business or you know a, a relationship or a family or whatever it might be that they feel called to do God that you would help them to um, feel strong enough to do that that they would be able to make a way um, to get that done God I pray for everyone who is listening and who's connected to this work that we're doing that they would feel worthy enough to take time to rest that we would use your model of um of resting, of looking and saying it is good and taking time to rest as a form of self-love and self-care. Um, and God, we ask that everyone who is listening to this, Lord, would also um, feel worthy enough and valuable enough that they would be accountable to themselves on the things that they said um, that they would do or the things that they know that they need to do, whether it's rest or whether it's something else. Help us to be accountable to ourselves. Help us to care so much about ourselves that we don't want to let ourselves down. And we know that you have created us to not just love you and to love others, um, but to do so as we love ourselves, God. So we um, we we ask for all of those things and we lay all of those things on at your feet and we consider them done, God. Um, and we are, we're grateful for the opportunity to be able to come to into alignment and agreement with you on all of these things. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. Until next time later thanks for listening to love madden the podcast like what you've heard show us some love and follow or subscribe then leave a five-star rating and review yes and there's plenty more where this came from check out the show notes download the online guide and keep the conversation going over at lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social l-o-v-e-m-a-a-d-e-n